Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air and good afternoon, Jen. Good afternoon, Michael. And I have an announcement here. Okay, very good. If you are already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. And for a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders for today's show. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Jen, please press star six and then one to make a show. And a conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes is great. Okay, Jen, I think we're ready here. All right. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Jen. Hey, Michael. This is Sherry in San Francisco. Hi. Hi, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful to be here, grateful to be unmuted. I have just been... Amen. (laughs) (laughs) We always have to start there, right? It's just a starting place. Oh, I loved when you said that. I don't know what that was, what it was, but it like opened up the, it's like they opened up the gates of heaven instead of the conditionings. Um, awful. I've just been pummeled for, so I just like, I, like, like I haven't been for decades. And um, thank God for practice. I, I could say, like, I guess that's all we could say, you know, right now, and I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so true, Sherry. Because, you know, it just, it does. That happens, doesn't it? It cycles around. Who knows why or what or, you know, what things come together to have that be the case. But, boy, it does happen. And to have practice there as that lifeline, it's it's so crucial. It, 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 it is, I can't, you know, it, and it feels to me like, I know this probably isn't true, but it feels like every, every old, any old piece of karma that was ever there is like back all at once. And one of the things that I've been thinking is like, when, when I found practice, it was 30 years ago, and I, you know, like, I just wanted to be dead every single day. Like, I just wanted to be dead. And I don't, I don't, I don't know how... I was so lucky, you know, that, Mm -hmm. right, somebody gave me, well, you know, my friend gave me a book. I went to Sherry's Mm -hmm. meditation, and I feel like, how did I survive this before? Right, right, truly, right. Because, and it sounds like you're having the the front row experience of that. How would anyone get through having all of what Phil Patron has in its arsenal to throw at you, that it sounds like it's doing all at once, like everything it's ever got, right, it's throwing at you. (laughs) How would someone ever get through that without practice? And it sounds like you had the direct experience before practice of, well, you know, sometimes it didn't feel like you were going to get through, you know, every single day not wanting to be here. 
Honestly, I know. And when you just said that, it's like, oh, my heart. Like, that just brought me right back to, like, like truly what, what we're doing, you know, that it's not, it's not just for this, this human being. You know, it really brought me back to that, that so many oh, people. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't even, um, because it's like I do have, I mean, this is so solid. I can't, I can't, you know, it's so solid. And yet, even with that, I'm, I'm just flailing around. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and that's the image that just dropped in, Sherry, as you were describing that, is so no matter where we are or what's going on, if, if there's a huge assault coming at us, that's going to be challenging, no matter how strong we are, no matter how prepared we are, no matter how many tools we have. That's going to be incredibly challenging. And at least to me, it's so helpful to remember that so that when it does all come at us, to use that tool of, okay, this is not me. It doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't have, it's not because of anything. It's not, this is just what happens, you know, in the cycle of things. And it is challenging. It just is for <laughs> all of us. And thank goodness we do have the tools and that we have forums like this. Because how many times do we, in this very forum, in open air, how many times do we say it's so helpful when people call in when they're in that expansive place and they're seeing things and things are coming together and they're having insights and they call in and they talk about it because then the rest of us are, oh, gosh, yes, oh, right, oh, I can see that. Oh. And how helpful it is when people call in when they're under major assault, assault hatred. How helpful that is because then we all oh. are reminded, right, that happens for me too. Right, that happens for all of us. Right, that is part of it. Oh, Jen, it's so true, right? Because it's like it. Um, you, you, I know a lot of people, and you may also feel like there's this thing that conditioning does, of course, where it layers on the shame. Like the difference between yeah. now and 30 years ago is also that 30 years ago I didn't, I didn't have all the tools, and so I was just oh, there wasn't anything to beat me up with around that. Like now, I mean, yeah. the number of yeah. times that I've heard, "What's wrong with you? Use the tools you have. You have a whole practice. You know, you're not doing this enough. Record more. Listen more." Just like screaming. Yeah. Well, and that you there—that's a huge tip off, isn't it? You. Yeah. You have all these tools. Look at what you're doing. Why don't you? You should know better. You shouldn't be. And that's, you know, that's that place of if we can catch on to that and get to that place of, wow, that is breathtakingly hateful. That is so hateful. We would never stand for anyone we love to be treated that way. You know, it's that place Sherry sometimes talks about of getting up on our hind legs and saying, no, no, she yeah. cannot be treated I that way. I know. And Yes, yes, yes. And, and just the other, just extreme gratitude. And again, like, I've just been thinking a lot about this between now and 30 years ago. Like, look at, look at I mean, I listen to the morning show, and then I can call in in the afternoon, and then I have 100,000, I don't even know how many recordings that I get to listen to, right, from both mm -hmm. my own, but the, the, you know, open air and the morning shows. It's like there's, there's so many things just like at any moment available. Yeah, 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 amen. 
Amen. And I don't know about for you, Sherry, but, but often for me, when it's that challenging, choosing one thing to focus on, mm. one tool, one, you know, whether it's, you know, I'm going to stop every 30 minutes and make a recording, you know, using, for example, this week's assignment, you know, three things. Mentor, hey, remind me three awesome things about me. <laughs> Can you just remind me of that? Because I've got a lot going on that's trying to counter that right now. So, you know, just one thing to to really train with, whatever that is. And you know what it is for me? I'm so glad you said that. And I'm so glad it's kind of like for me, it's the tree that, you know, mm, yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something about yeah. that yeah. has just, um, I don't know. But I'm glad you said that too because that has also combats that voice of like, well, then you should be doing this, and then you should be doing that. And, and it does get exactly. kind of like I'm already feeling so panicky. But if, now it's like Jen has said, you know, Jen has decreed <laughs> exactly. that I can, <laughs> I, I can just right. take that one yeah. practice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so helpful. I find it so helpful in a situation like that. Every single time that it comes at you in that way, you know, you go look at a tree, whether it's in your yard or, you know, in a magazine or whatever it takes, whatever <laughs> tree you carry around, a, carry around a picture with you, carry around a piece of bark, whatever it is, every single time you go to that tree, go to that tree. Well, but I mean, there's a million other things you're not doing. Go to the tree, right? Yeah, oh, but I mean, 30 dear. years you've been doing this, go to the tree. <laughs> oh, I can't even tell you. Thank you so much. This has been, I feel so, you know, it always happens. It's just like the gratitude to be, you know, to be able to get to, to talk to you and, and to have that piece of guidance, which is so important. I can feel my system calming down, just one thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, one thing, one thing. Uh, yep. Deep gush, yeah. Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Mm, thank you, Sherry, and take good care of her. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Yes, so. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for joining us, Sherry. And, uh, Jen, I heard in there that uh, we can and perhaps should call in all the time when we're identifying. All the time. Identify it. Yeah. Nothing going on. Yeah. A lot going on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true, Michael. It's so true. Call in when we feel like it. Call in when we don't feel like it. Call in when the voices are at us. Call in when we're completely expansive. Call in, yeah. Yeah. And people do, right? I mean, that's what makes these shows so fabulous yeah. is that we get yes. that we get that full complement of what happens to us when we engage in awareness practice. Yes, yes. And it is fascinating to hear the, the rules that conditioning comes up with. You know, yeah. I'm identified yeah, right. so I can't call in or... I'm feeling great, so I don't need to call in, or, you know, I don't want other people to feel bad if I'm feeling great, or it's just crazy. It is crazy. It's completely crazy. Yeah. And we have another caller here. All right. Hey. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Michael. Hi, Jen. It's Melissa in Hawaii. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. I'm calling in confused. Confused? Um, Perfect. Okay, good. We can add <laughs> that into our compliment tonight. Thank you. Oh, good. Um, 
so this is something that I've been working on for months since I first got back in the rotation with the calls with you all. And it's guilt. It's my biggest thing. Um, and the first time I called about it, Ashwini told me to process map it. So I did. And I just saw, I saw some useful things, but it wasn't a comprehensive, it, it, it's almost like guilt. It's like I'm swimming in it. Like it's the air I'm breathing. And so it's very hard yeah. to move out of it and see yeah. because yeah. it can happen in a process where I do something. I'm identified with ego, ego, you know, I act out or something and then I feel guilty, but it can also just be someone tells me that something I said hurt their feelings that I had no intention of doing and I'll take it on completely. Like if someone tells me I've done something wrong or even if I read in the newspaper and I believe that my kind, you know, white middle-class people have done something wrong, I'll take it all on. And so in the, in the uh, Socratic class, Sherry, said something to me and others about magical thinking. And I honestly had to think about that so hard. I had to go back and read all of the magical thinking references to get what she was talking about. I'm just, I, it's like I'm just underwater. Uh-huh. And so you're saying when you went back and read all those magical thinking references, there still seems to be a, not really sure what she's pointing out with that place. I did get it. I got that I think that, or ego thinks that, wants me to believe that I'm the center of the universe in a really bad way, that kind of magical right. thinking. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's huge to see, isn't it? I mean, because that really explains a lot. Because if there's, a, if there's an un, um, unexamined belief that, you know, of course, we would never actually say it this way to ourselves because it would sound absurd and we'd see it. But it's unexamined. So I'm the center of the universe and all these bad things that are happening – you don't even look to see. You don't even get to look to see whether or not that's actually your experience, you know, whatever the, they're talking about in the newspaper or your friend says or whatever it is. It's completely taken on, oh, God, I'm, I'm a bad person, and it's all my fault. And so it's yeah. huge to see that that's back there running the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think the confusion... It is, it is, it's big. It's not that I'm not grateful. <laughs> I, it is big, yeah. but I, I can't. I'm grateful I am, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't seem to, like, in the process mapping, I don't see a hook. What I see is me going along being fine and then just going mm -hmm. off a cliff. So being very it's suddenly so not it's fine. Still, Yeah, exactly. Perfectly stated. So it's, it still feels sudden. It feels like yeah. going along just fine. And then next thing you know it, you've gone off the guilt cliff. Yes. And so you can't yet see how that's happening. No. Yeah. Well, and is there some expectation that you should have seen that thing now? Yeah. I mean, I did that process mapping on my wall for months. I do think I should have seen <laughs> uh -huh. something by now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, that's it, isn't it? I mean, that's the next piece of it, right? Because with something that's that kind of core for us, it can take a while. Cause, and, you know, your description of it, Melissa, was perfect at the beginning. It's the water you swim in. 
Yeah. Right? So that's really, really hard to see. One of the images I think Alan Watts used for that was trying to look at your own eyeballs. Yes. Yes. And so it's really, really challenging. So, and, you know, it's probably, it's certainly been around, it sounds like, for this lifetime, you know, however many years that is, and who knows Mm -hmm. before that. And so to expect ourselves after a few months of, you know, really earnestly looking at it, it's not that there hasn't been a, you know, as you say, process mapping it and really spending time with it, but to have an expectation that, okay, well, you know, I should be seeing through this by now, I should be done with this, Mm -hmm. can in many ways be the next piece of the setup. Oh, shit. Oh, pardon my language. Oh, God, I see what you mean. Yeah. Right? Because that's just going to be the next place of, okay, oh, now I, now I have to suffer about why am I not seeing this? But, you know, I can't, I can't see how I go from here to here. I mean, and, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard Sherry talk about that process of process mapping and that exploration, but I always love the way she describes it because she, there's such a, um, an interest, a curiosity, an enthusiasm, almost like a hunt, right? Ooh, okay, oh, I've seen that, I've seen that. Wow, you know what? I can't see this piece yet. That's fascinating. I can't see this piece yet. Wow, it's going to be so fascinating when I see that step that I'm not seeing right now. I wonder how that's going to unfold. Yeah, that's how I felt about it at first, and then I got so discouraged. But, yes, I could return to that. I have had a couple of clues, but I don't know what they mean. One clue I have is that I do, I do track with a lot of what's said on the calls, except mm-hmm. when one of you starts talking about how we're a universe of one and we're creating everything and, you know, like all of that, I just can't get it. And it's so weird because I apparently have this foundational belief that I'm the center of the universe and yet I can't get that one. I just know they're related, my confusion about those two. Oh, and you know what? Those are such, in my experience, those are such fun places, or can be fun. (laughs) They can also be torturous when you're, you know, in the process you're talking about, when there's that sense of like, oh, I can't, I know those two things go together, I know they're related, but I can't see how they're related. But they also can be that place that you described you had when you first set out on this journey of, ooh, okay, Gosh, I know. Ooh, there's a connection there. Do you know the term koan, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what it is right there. You know, koan, that, that puzzle that cannot mm-hmm. be explained by conditioned mind. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing about it, right? So, you, so there's something like that, you know, got that, that, that notion of, you know, the universe of one, okay, and this other thing, this core belief that I have, that I'm the center of the universe, I have a sense that there's a connection there, there's something I'm not seeing yet, and what conditioning wants us to do is to buckle down and figure that out. And the whole thing with a koan is that it's never, ever going to be answered from conditioned mind, and that's the beauty of it, is it's an invitation to go beyond conditioned mind, but what drives conditioned mind crazy is that it can't do it. Yes, yes, yes. And lately, I've been not feeling well, and so I've been um, just listening to a lot of shows and doing a lot of recording and listening. And I'll just wake up with sudden awarenesses that are related to this. Like I had this. Yeah. Yeah. 
but but it'll only be one piece of it. But I'll get it. I'll get it on that level of you can't explain it. But it'll only be one piece of it. It won't be the whole thing unraveling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) that's it. Yeah, it it can have that sense to it of you know life's taking us on a little treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. And and those, that's exactly it. I mean, exactly how you're describing it. You know, you're. It's not like you're actively trying to figure it out. I mean, I'm sure ego is trying to act, get you to actively figure it out. But you're listening. You know, you're not feeling great. So you're listening to shows. And you're listening to recordings. And and then you just wake up and there's another piece of it. It's yeah. just there. You didn't think that up. You didn't figure that out. It was just there. Totally. Okay, yeah. I'm encouraged. Thank you so much. Good. Good, because what you, I hope you listen back to this, you know, and just hear someone who is practicing awareness, right? And it's, and it's all happening. And the only difficulty in any of it is the suffering that gets layered on top of it because ego has some, you know, in made-up timeline, which, of course, we know it doesn't care about the timeline at all. It just wants to find a way to get you out of the enthusiasm into the confusion and frustration. Yes, that is what happened. Thank you for pointing that out. And thank you for calling in and exploring, because it really, it can be a very fun process. (laughs) Yes, thank you for that reminder, too. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Take care, Jen. Take care. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Melissa. And yes, Jen, I, I love that conversation and the uh, courage and the enthusiasm and willingness to keep looking. And I love how you reflected that you haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah. Because, you know, nothing holds up under scrutiny. And so it's just a matter of time before it's revealed. That's it. That's it. And the only thing that would have it not be revealed is us you know, not not doing the awareness, you know, not being in awareness. And so that's the only reason for that conversation around, I mean, my God, you've been process mapping this for months. You know, I haven't seen it yet, right? Because that's the thing that's supposed to have us stop paying attention. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And Jen, we're going to go to good news update now. So let me find our caller here. Okay, excellent. And Jen, I'll turn it over to you for a Good News Update. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. And welcome to Good News Updates. And I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Tracy, who is here to speak with us about her experience of the recent Musings article. Welcome, Tracy. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for inviting me. So tell us, what was your experience of working with the fabulous Musings article? Um, Actually, I won't give anything away about what I saw in it. We'd love to hear first from you what you've been seeing as you've been working with it. Oh, my gosh, Jen. It was, it's, yeah, (laughs) Uh, fabulous Musings. Um, There was a lot in it. And I... So I just talk about like my process around. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just talk about my process around. Yeah, and and you're certainly welcome to give the context of the. You know, some folks may have read it, some not. So yeah. 
Yeah, just a tiny bit about the context. Um, the guide had put out a, I think it was a newsletter, I don't remember the format, but just, you know, um, calling attention to, to really just stopping like what we're doing and really taking a look at what we're participating in. Um, and one way to look at that was how we were participating financially and supporting, you know, potentially some businesses that might, um, you know, just have a lot of power over, you know, changing things like gun violence. And this real call to look at um, one, you know, where are, you know, how we're participating. Um, and then the musings. So, yeah, so that was a, um, a, a call to stop. And shall, shall I talk about my process when I got that newsletter? <laughs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. and I, you know, sort of tying it to the musings, because that's really what the musings was encouraging us towards, wasn't it? Is, is what was having us, it was sort of this lovely um, second layer of, okay, so we got that newsletter from the guide. What did, mm-hmm. what did you see about how you worked with that? About, you know, yes. what came up for you? What did ego, you know, what did ego do when you got that? What did... And did you yeah. even stop and look at it, you know? So, yes, I think that's very relevant yeah. to talk about what you saw with that. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, so you're right, because when I read the music, it was, it was a prompt of inquiry of, of what happened for you. And what happened for me is just the stop. I had actually just returned from being, in a, being away for a few weeks, um, kind of helping my mom out and, and prior to my leaving, this is such silly content, but I had planted my garden. And, and when I came home, um, I co-steward this property, and the person who helps out with it, was, is in, is, he's injured. And so I got the newsletter. I just come home, and I stopped. I sat on my door stoop. And um, what the musings kind of pointed to is, you know, can we just stop and wait for the clarity to arise of, you know, what's, what's in it for me to do in this moment? So I thought, you know, so often with um, practice focuses, you know, for me, it's just stop and what can I, how can I practice with this right here in the moment? <laughs> and uh, it just dropped in when I was on my doorstep, the uh, picture of, um, it's actually a scene from a Man- the Mandela movie of him feeling very, kind of the body posture of being um, defeated in the jail cell. And then all of a sudden you saw him stand up and do push-ups. And I had that picture in my mind. I thought, oh, okay, you know, I need to stand up. It's like time for me to stand up and push-ups. And what had been catching my attention was how many weeds were. I was just surrounded by weeds. And so, and then I had the flash of Mandela when his grandkids came when he was in prison and how they were like mocking the, the guards and how Mandela took the kids over to shake hands with the guards. And I thought, okay, I'm going to shake hands with the weeds. Like, there's nothing wrong. So, and um, like, anyway, so I kind of checked out, like, you know, I couldn't even see what, what I wanted in the garden, what I planted in the garden, what I chose. And I just, started like paying attention to like okay what's here and um just starting to get curious about what's here you know the next few steps were like huh I wonder if any of them are edible and what's the nutritional value and you know what you know what 
you know, they're here for, they're here for me. Um, how do I want to work with that? Yeah. So it sounds like really just being here with what was in front of you and that, that when you read the newsletter, it was just a call to just stop and be with what was here in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I remembered I had, um, I had been given a book some years ago called The Wisdom of Weeds, and I thought, oh, I'm going to go get that book. And so I ended up, um, just in a nutshell, kind of getting to know, like, oh, you know, what's here, and how can I make use of it? You know, finding out, like, you know, how nutritious is it, and what, what can I do with it? And then the No By July came out, and I thought, oh, my God gosh, this is a fabulous way to participate in No By July that the more I can um, be creative with what's here and that's less time I have to spend at the grocery store. So I decided to have a weeding party and share with, um, you know, invite people to help help me just um, pull some weeds and then we made things. And so other people had a chance to learn about them and see how we can get nourished so we don't have to support, you know, fuel of things going to grocery stores and all these other things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun, isn't it? Because that, um, I couldn't tell if this was a piece of what, in it, you know, tying it to the musings article, but that second layer of being invited to, so then the possibility comes out, and then, you know, we see what we see in that. And then that second layer of the Musings article inviting us to look at almost a little bit like what we were just talking about with Melissa of the water we swim in of, you know, we saw whatever we saw with that. And then with that Musings article invitation to look at, you know, how, how, what, what did go on for you around all of that and sort of that second layer. And so for you, it sounds like the weeds was such a perfect metaphor and a literal example of, how you could stop, you know, and in this case, you know, stop, not get into a conversation about like, oh, but the things that I planted aren't even, you can't even see them and what I wanted, but instead, okay, well, here's what is, and then it drops in with the no by July, oh my gosh, you know, all these different ways that the weeds can actually be, you know, used for something that might cut down on what you need to consume from the grocery store, tying in with you know, less dependent on all the things that Sherry pointed out on a content level that are going into, you know, supporting things that we don't want to be supported, like gun violence. Yeah, exactly, Jen. And hearing you reflect that back, it, you know, it even like I giggle at myself, like what silly content. And I like how you reflected that. It was a metaphor for just participating and what I love so much in practice is we're invited to participate with whatever is right in front of us to participate, to, to be yeah. in the process of it. And then yeah. it's been just extraordinary. And we hear this so often, you know, with kind of ever-expanding faith and that life will give us, you know, what, you know, then life will just keep handing us. And, and it's been interesting to see how the content that has come, you know, that has come since then is, um, you know, 
it has quote unquote a lot more you know charge to it and to be able and, and to have the opportunity to practice the same process with it. Yeah. Well and it's so perfect, Tracy, you know, that just that piece of practicing with what we've got in front of us because I think that is one of the things that's so beautiful about the music articles is that they're written from the the simplest things of to me they illustrate someone taking what's going on you know in daily life and illustrating the process of practicing deeply with that as an awareness practice you know i remember one of the articles some you know like maybe even years ago now i can't remember but about the lock on the monastery gate and the, the spiritual opportunity of locking and unlocking that lock every time going through the monastery gate and so just those those things of our everyday lives and then using that as an opportunity to practice with it, which is exactly what you're describing, you know, with those weeds. And also that, that place of that were we to do that, each of us to see the value of being with and um, I can't think of a, there must be a better word than consume, consuming what's right in front of us, how much that simple process would cut out so much of what I feel like Sharon was pointing at in that possibility newsletter because we'd just be here very local, literally and figuratively, with what we've got. Yeah, it really is. And it's, um, it's so interesting. There's, there's you know, I the practice, what we're so gifted with in, in this practice is to really be practicing nothing wrong and to see the process around the resistance to participate when there is something wrong and how that can be applied to anything. And it just feels like you mentioned that word consumption, um, like we're moving from like consumption, you know, your consumerism to collaboration and like we can do that with anything like i've had chances to do it with my job i've had chances to do it with um this is you know person that's in my life that it it just with everything that um yeah 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 Yeah, that collaboration that's that really yep that's it yep yeah well, Tracy, I see that we are at the end of our time, so thank you so much for being with us today to talk about this. So There's so much more that's, want, that's wanting to be said, and it's just fabulous <laughs> to have these little teeny tiny steps because then, then, you know, so much opens up after that. So many opportunities open. It's just, it's really something. So thank you. It really is. Well, thank you, Tracy. Thanks for being with us tonight. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Tracy. And Jen, I love that message that you two were talking about of attending to what's here in front of me right yeah. now. Because yeah. there's so much to it, right? I mean, that's that's come up a lot in the group coaching that we've done around zero waste and, you know, different ways we've looked at that theme. 
but that place of how we are so trained, at least in this culture, we're so trained to want the next thing, the new thing, the bigger thing, the better thing, the different thing. You know, entertain me. Um, And and how, I mean, miserable, really, ultimately that is, because we never really get it. You know, we quote get it for 10 or 15 seconds. It's shiny, it's new, you know, whatever. Yes. But then we're, I mean, then, our, you know, something's got our attention onto the next thing because, you know, people are bombarding our attention with whatever. So it's it's no fun for us. So learning, literally training in the skill of loving what we have, appreciating what's right here is a huge gift. Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. And we have another caller here. All right, very good. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Next caller, are you there? Double muted, perhaps. I didn't mute myself. This is Beth in Pittsburgh. Hi, Beth. I already introduced myself, but I only introduced myself to myself. Yourself. Well, you know, that's good too. That's good too. And now we got to be, hear you also. So there we go. <laughs> uh, I've already answered my question in listening to the other callers. Excellent. Um, had this huge triggering, uh, and I'm so tempted to spend 20 minutes telling you the content. But uh, it really is uh, kind of being out for a walk and all of a sudden you see a tiger. So you start running because, you know, you don't want to be eaten by a tiger and uh, you see ahead of you another tiger. So you change directions and you come to this cliff and you've got these two tigers coming after you. So you go over the cliff with, by this rope but the rope isn't long enough, so you're just kind of dangling there, and you look down, and there's a tiger at the bottom. That's my content. (laughs) And that's exactly Uh what it's been feeling like. Uh Life and death. Yeah. I am struggling to survive. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, these two mice come out, a black and a white one, and they start gnawing at the rope, and... Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you you look to the left, and there's a patch of fresh, ripe strawberries. Yeah. And I've been sitting with that for about 15 years. Uh Uh-huh. And it is so hard to even be conscious enough to see the strawberries. Yeah, truly. Absolutely. To not have all of the attention on the tigers. And what's going to happen next? <laughs> and the rope being not even feeling there is a patch of strawberry. Right. Yeah, For me, in my own practice, it's like, can I hear the birds? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so what, what did you hear? This is the cliffhanger, right? What did you hear on the call tonight? What was the answer? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you can't leave it hanging like that. No, 
I get into my head and I start noodling and I start figuring it out and I get an insight and right. boy, that tasted good and That's I want it. the next insight. What's going on with That's me? That's it. But yeah. I can't noodle my way out of it. It's not, I'm That's not going to, I can't hold on to the insight. That's um, it. Yeah. And so I and ran what? into this life and death situation uh-huh. and I immediately went into my head to figure it out. Because that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I was trained to do. That's what all my conditioning says to do. That's what you were trained to do. Yes, exactly. We all were. I don't recognize that I'm doing it. Right. And we don't recognize that that's that's one of the tigers. Because that's That's the the thing that's going to take us down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Faster than anything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because I'm addicted. We're all addicted, 100%. And, and that's why the birds and the strawberries are absolute <sighs> Yes. Because the attention on the birds, the birds is what's actually happening. Yes. That conversation in the head to try to figure it out is the thing that's trying to take us down. That's the thing that's... That's creating the suffering. That's the only place that's happening is in that illusion. But the birds and it, are saying. And my conditioning wants to say the birds are nothing. They're not important. Right. Right. Well, and it's not your conditioning, right? It's conditioning, <laughs> which, which is key, right? The reason for that language change is that it's so key that we get it. You know, just like we were talking about in that very first call tonight. That, that those voices are out to get all of us. It's not personal. Uh, it's not personal. My own experience is not personal. That's right. Ah, uh, yeah. And I will re-listen to this show so that I can remember what it was. Uh, but all that I well, want I mean, to know is gratitude. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and to me, that piece has been throughout the theme of the show, that piece that you were just saying of, you know, conditioned mind is never going to figure this out. It never Uh, is. And that piece of, whoa, there's that huge insight, just like you had on this call. You saw something huge on this call. And what we're trained to believe, it was the thing that you saw, right? And then, oh, yeah, that thing. Now I've got to remember that thing and hold on to that thing and that thing. I'm going to forever. But that, that process is the strawberry, right? That process, process is the bird. is the strawberry. Ah, uh, that's, yes. Yes. Again and yet again. It, again and yet again. And that's the thing. And if that is our experience, again and yet again, we have those insights. Again and yet again, the clouds part like that. Again and yet again, you know, we're, we're in the middle of something and we get on open air and someone says something that opens it up for us again and yet again. Yeah, yet again. And, so yes. over, and every time we think, oh, right, that thing, that, pro, you know, I got to remember that thing. I got to, that's going to, and that's just making it into content again. But over time, what we get is, oh, those insights are just going to keep happening. <laughs> so we can just let go into that process. The only thing I really own is the breath in my body. And, and, and do we even own it? No, and that's the strawberry. That is the strawberry. 
Absolutely. This breast is and a I, strawberry. Yeah. And this one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank <Huh>. you. <laughs> Thank <And> you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that sense of humor is the strawberry, too. <sighs> right? I mean, that's so yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's huge. It's huge from where I was an hour and a half ago. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, and it's just total grace. It's total grace. That is beautifully put, Beth. It's total grace. We don't take credit for that. We don't take credit for, you know, we're in a terrible place and that's our fault. We don't, none of it. <sighs> it's just life, lifing. It's just life, life <laughs> And I don't want to miss it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But there's really? no need to miss anything. You know, it's just that that's just right. me stepping back into the, the conditioning. Right. And it's yeah, all okay. I'm going to miss something. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And, and back to the, so I've got to remember it. I've got to keep it. I've got to hold on to it. Ah. Huh. Yeah. Yes, I want to just put it in my pocket. Right. Right. Yeah. So open palms. <laughs> and open palms. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Beth. Take very good care. <sighs> again and yet again. Again and yet again. Yep. All right, Gasho. Gasho. Thanks for joining us, Beth. And Jen, I love that the process is the strawberry. Right? I mean... That's genius. Yeah. That's absolutely our experience in practice. Mm. And and the, what Beth described is so, at least in my experience, so exactly what conditioned mind does. You know, if we're this far into practice, you know, I mean, let's just give up and face it. Like our our lives are based around practice, right? The foundation of our lives is practice. Yeah. So all conditioning can do then is now it has to use the same things it's always used with whatever, money or whatever it tries to do, with insight. Oh, that's such a good insight. Well, we've got to hold on to that insight. That is going to change everything. From now on, that insight is going to mean that, you know, so it just takes the, you know, the content of practice and tries to turn it into the same suffering process. Mm. And when we catch on to that, we realize, yeah, it's not about that insight. It's the process of being present. Yes, the process of being present, yes. As you were talking, an image dropped in of, I get the perfect strawberry and I'm so excited about it. I want to keep it. So I put it in my pocket, you know, and just carry it around. And after, perfect. you know, a day or two days, it's really not very exciting or appetizing. And yet with practice, I can get a fresh strawberry whenever I want. And that's the beauty okay. of it. Yeah. That is, I mean, you can really do a lot with that. Image. That's perfect, Michael. Not only is it not very nice, but it's smashed and it's stained everything, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, so that that amazing, beautiful thing has yeah. now turned into a huge problem that I have to yeah. deal with. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Are you double muted, next caller? Hello? Hello. Hello. Are you there? Hello. Are you there? Hello. We can hear. Oh, we can hear you much better now. Who's this? This is Joyce. Hi, Joyce. <clears throat> Boy, that was hard. <laughs> can I? I was kind of sweating all the way through this whole thing, and then you couldn't hear me. Ah, <laughs> uh, we can now, though. This has been. Um, it's been amazing, everything today, uh, or in this, well, today, or every moment. And I have been caught in, um, it seems like I relax out of one thing and I, and I fall into another, and then I try to drop that and I fall into another, it seems like it's an a never ending I started to say that I don't know where I want to be and I that doesn't even make sense either. Because you do know just, where you want to be, right? I can't hear you. Because you do know where you want to be, don't you? Ah. Partly. Gosh. And how would you articulate where you want to be? I want to be really getting so I'm not hanging there with the just tigers around and and I I mean that just fell in there. It seems like uh-huh. I can't get to where I want to be, and that would be, I don't know. Uh-huh. So, so if I asked you, how would you like it to be, Joyce, you, you don't know. There's no, no clarity here when you say that. Uh huh. And what kind of crept up within me is there is nothing to do but be present. Yeah, well, that's funny you say that because that was the word that kept dropping in for me. Where do we want to be? Here. How do we want to be present? Uh-huh. Because ultimately, I project that is where we want to be. Because as 
you know, seasoned practitioners of awareness, what we realize is that's it, all kinds of things are going to happen to us and through us. And, you know, we're going to experience every emotion there is to experience. We're going to have lots of different life experiences. And as practitioners of awareness, what we want is to train to be with all of it, to be present. Yeah, yeah. Just to be present and let life happen mm-hmm. instead of exactly. seeking what conditioning mm-hmm. thinks should be doing. Instead of conditioning, I missed just that last part. It's like conditioning is thinks that I should be doing something yeah. and I keep running into wanting to do something. Yeah. So conditioning says, Joyce, you should be, huh? whether it's doing XYZ or feeling XYZ, something, whatever, whatever you're not, that's what you should be doing by conditioning standards. And then we tend to buy into that and then we feel bad and we feel like we've stepped in a hole or we've gone off the cliff or whatever image we use for that. But ultimately, what you're articulating is we get to that place of realizing, no, that's not what I want. What I want is to be with life as life is. Yes, yes, yes. And this has been, oh, wow, it's just been a, a going into another box, into another box, into another box, and not seeing anything. But maybe I'm not opening my eyes. Well, because, no yeah, exactly. I mean, that it is one of those perfect Zen images, right? I'm going into a nut box, another box, another box, which on one level is true in the sense of, you know, conditioning got endless boxes for us to walk into. Here, Joyce, I mean, but you should be this, okay? There's another box. No, but you should be this, okay? Now in another box. But the minute we accept and we're just with what is as it is, you know, there's no box. The box is an illusion. That's just in a conversation and conditioned mind. It's it's like if I try to say anything, it becomes another box. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 If we talk about something, it does tend to create another box. Yeah. Yeah. This be. Yeah. I mean... Like, you know, the images people have given us tonight, listening to the birds, tasting the strawberry, you know, talking to the tree. All those things that give us that glorious experience of just being here. Just being here. Wow. 
you know, feeling the air on our skin, the clothes on our body, the words that we're hearing, the sounds in our environment, the temperature of the air, just here. And everything that anyone has said today has opened that for me. Or it's opened. I've I've become open in listening to things that people were saying. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Because everything everyone is saying is that invitation into presence. And you've been here for that, to receive that. In the, it seems like trying, ego keep, it's got to be ego is trying to do something to hang on to that. And it's now going to get you to try to talk to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's so brilliant again about the you know we, as we talked about with Sherry. So that practice of that whatever that one thing is. Every time now ego wants me to talk about it. Okay, tree, do you love me? I love you. Do you love me? Sound of the birds, the air on the skin. With everything that it tries, coming back, trading the attention, coming back here, coming back to presence. You know, it's that place we always talk about. It can't be that simple, but it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It truly is. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, truly. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for calling in tonight, Joyce. Thank you for being there. Gosh, Thanks for joining us, Joyce. That was another great conversation, Jen. And uh, we're almost to the top of the hour here. We sure are, Michael. Yep. Yes. Yep. Song is the best. Say that again. I said Sangha is the best. Yes, yes. Sangha is the best. It's been a fabulous show, and I want to thank you and all of uh, Sangha who have been here to join us tonight. Me too, and thank you to you as well, Michael. My pleasure. Go happy. Go happy. Good night. Good night.